0: This episode is brought to you in part by The Table Podcast from the Hendricks Center at Dallas Theological Seminary. I'm Daryl Bach, one of the hosts, and I invite you to join us as we discuss issues of God and culture, which includes anything and everything. Listen on your podcast app or at dts.edu slash the table. You're listening to episode 28.
1: It's the most wonderful time of the year.
0: Of the in-between podcast, where you'll hear conversations on marriage, parenting, faith, and everything in between. My name is Daniel M.
1: And I'm Christina M.
0: It's not Christmas.
1: Do you remember that um commercial that they had? I don't know if it was Business Depot or Staples, and it's like a dad with a cart, and he's throwing like all of these pencils and crayons and everything <laughs> in the cart, and he's like dancing around. Because the kids are gonna be gone. Exactly. And the kids are like following the dad with their like head down and like super grumpy faces and it's that song playing it's the most wonderful (laughs) time
0: (laughs) i must have missed that one that's awesome if
1: i can find the commercial on youtube i will definitely link it to the show notes inbetween.org slash episode
0: 28 so it is at the time of this release a day before school starts dun, in Middle dun, Tennessee.
1: Dun. Can you believe it? Eight <laughs> weeks. Just zoomed by just yeah, like that. Like I, <laughs> I remember recording the episode about saying um, all the ways and things we're going to do this summer. So exploring your city without breaking That's the bank. Right. Do you That's remember right. that? Yeah, And I do. all of a sudden I woke up and here we are on the brink of school.
0: Bizarre. Now, I know for all of our listeners who don't live in Middle Tennessee, they're like, we're still midsummer. Oh, There's still another it. month it. until enjoy kids it. go back to school. <laughs> <laughs> and for some reason, I don't really know, it's like a year-round, I don't know, some sort of different schooling methodology yes. where we get out in mid-May, mid to late May, and then come back in August. and Right, and then kinda... we have
1: two weeks in October. Mm-hmm. So that makes a big difference, I think. So it's good to just break it up a little bit, I think.
0: Yeah, but when I think of going back to school, right, and I think there are some of our listeners who are going to put pause on this and, and listen back to it <laughs> at the end of August. Mm-hmm. Because when I think about going back to school, I think jeans, plaid
1: shirts, yeah,
0: kind of a light, you know, long sleeve, kind right. of a light. It's fall. Yeah, something. totally. It's just yeah. that it's kind of that fall feeling. But for the last years, as we've lived here, it's like still short and t-shirt weather.
1: Mm-hmm. It's exactly. still blazing hot. Exactly. They're getting off the bus and they're sweating. So it's a different lifestyle. That's for sure. It
0: is. And today we're not going to be for the rest of the episode, you know, um, I guess complaining about how we have to bring our kids back to school. <laughs> Rather, uh, we wanted to talk about some back to school hacks.
1: Mm hmm. Because like we said, school is just around the corner. And if y'all still have, you know, three or four weeks left of summer, sometimes it is nice to think ahead of uh, getting some things ready so you're not scrambling the last week before school starts.
0: Mm-hmm. And in episode 25 and 26, that's really what we talked about, right? Ways to be less stressed and going back to school, much like that commercial, is a happy time because then you especially can get back into a rhythm. <laughs> yes. But it's also it. stressful because school supply shopping, even we got an email from. Uh, you know the principal being mm-hmm. like hey you know there we have more enrollment this year I just you know right before we recorded mm-hmm. saw that email we have more enrollment this year than we did previous years so bear with us as we figure out teachers and, and doing all this so Completely. yeah there's just a lot going on
1: exactly and then um, getting back into the school schedule because I don't know about everybody else but we sort of throw out the bedtimes and throw out the wake-up times in summer but our school starts at 7 15 in the morning morning. So our children have to be up at 6.15 and they have to go to bed at latest 7.30. So that's going to get some uh, getting used to as well.
0: Precisely. Now, I remember, I think it was close to the end of the school year last year, uh, this past year, Mm -hmm. where I saw this Facebook photo comparing what a what a what a kid's lunch looks like
1: <laughs> at the beginning
0: of the school year <laughs> yes. versus the end of the school year yes we'll right? have to
1: try to find that photo <laughs> so
0: beginning of the school year it's like what so many different snacks exactly just super, you know. like
1: six layers of sandwich <laughs> you know you have your meat and your tomato and your lettuce and your cheese and all of that and then what happens at the end
0: isn't it just like pb and j or something Yeah, no. like <laughs> <laughs> you
1: know what it was <laughs> what was it It was two pieces of white bread (laughs) and a carrot stick in the middle.
0: (laughs) That's fantastic. Oh my goodness.
1: And obviously, we were all laughing about it because hashtag truth.
0: (laughs) Yes, it really was. Now, when Victoria went to school for the first time, I know, Christina, you were kind of experiencing the whole stress of lunches right or or snacks
1: completely so she is our firstborn she started a a five day a week um i think nine o'clock to 12 p.m uh school where she would go preschool Preschool, yes Mm -hmm. and i didn't even have to pack a lunch all i had to do was pack a snack for her every day and a bottle of water And still trying to think of all the different snacks, you know, the morning of or the night before was just kind of like, oh, I don't know. And then she would come and be like, I didn't like this snack, so I didn't eat it or whatnot. And I was like, you're going to be so hungry. So what her and I ended up doing actually is I sat down with her and I said, Victoria, can you name like five of your favorite snacks? And, um, and then I would fill in the rest. So like, okay, well, you know, that's great that you love gummies and you love fish crackers, but (laughs) let's try to put in like a dairy or something in that. So you have some sort of, you know, semblance of a nutritional snack. And so we ended up coming up with 10 different snacks and I would write them down on a board And so every day we would look and be like, okay, well, today is Tuesday. So this is the snack that you're going to have. And we would pack it together and go on in that. So it was like a no brainer. And from then on, um, I just kind of adopted that philosophy of, you know, let's plan this because as the saying goes, you know, fail to plan, plan to fail. Mm -hmm. So I didn't want that to happen. And I don't like being stressed and having to think of things last minute. So it helped a lot.
0: Yeah. And we'll remind you about this at the end of the episode as well. But Christina, we are actually doing a giveaway today.
1: We are. right. So why
0: don't you tell our it's free for everyone. Mm -hmm. uh, Why don't you tell our listeners what that is?
1: It is uh, a free printable. And so we have broken down the lunch aspect for everyone because if you don't buy lunch at school, like for us, there's some certain allergies or the kids uh, don't eat lunch at school every day because they don't like it or really because it's more expensive to get lunch at school than versus packing it. And so we put together uh, a printable list. It's just a one page fully color. It's beautiful. And it breaks down into each category. So there is, you know, your proteins and your healthy fats and your fruits and vegetables. And every column has different bullet points of ideas of what you could pack in your bag. So we're actually getting the girls and we'll talk about it a little bit more later, but we're getting the girls to pack their own lunches. And so I have that lunch list printed out on the side of the fridge and they're just going to go in and be like, okay, pick one from each column and then pack it that way. So Mm -hmm. another thing that we have on the printable as well is that there's sort of a fill in the blank thing. And so if you don't like our ideas or your kids love different foods than our kids do, that's completely fine. And you can just write it in yourself.
0: Yeah. So if you're on our email list, you should have already received this in your inbox. If you aren't yet, then go to inbetween.org slash episode 28 and we'll give you instructions on how to enter and then you'll get both our version as well as a template for you to create your own. But I I mean, I'm looking at it right now. It's on the side of our fridge and it's just it, it, it really makes it a lot more simpler and it gives more variety for the kids as they pack their own mm-hmm. lunches. Or if you're still packing your kids lunch, then, you know, it gives you ideas, ideas as to how to well. do it rather than stress out right. about what, sh- you know, what do we have? What should exactly. I buy? What should we do? Yeah.
1: Well, and I personally think lunches are pretty stressful for me even at home. And I feel like, oh, there's nothing nothing in the fridge or, you know, what am I supposed to make? And so I'll refer ramen. to our list too. <laughs> that's the fallback, like right? That's
0: home <laughs> a couple times a week.
1: So, but we can't always have ramen. That's, yes. a, you know, a lot of sodium, yeah, et cetera, right. et cetera. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so we do need fresh food yeah. in the house and in our tummies. And so that list has made it a lot easier mm. and um, more accessible.
0: Yeah. And the last two weeks, I haven't, days I've worked from home I haven't had ramen
1: because we've been home
0: (laughs) (laughs) but even when you're not I made my own sandwich you know I made myself a sandwich so I'm I'm trying to be a little bit more healthier
1: good for you (laughs) cheers to health all right all right
0: so let's get into the back to school hacks the first one you mentioned a little bit it was the whole idea of getting our kids to pack their own lunch now this is something that we haven't done yet
1: No, we haven't. I mean, they've
0: helped occasionally, Mm -hmm. but sometimes it's just been a lot more stressful to have them help than not.
1: Yes, completely. So that's why I'm
0: super excited about this giveaway that we're doing, because it's just saying, hey, here you go. Right. Right. Here you go. You guys it's it's and it's not necessarily a plan because because the thing that I didn't like beforehand was it it was very much of a no, don't do this. Yes, you can do that. No, no. And I just felt like I was saying no a lot. Mm -hmm. But the nice thing about this is it's just it's really, you know, it's clear for them to to do.
1: Right. And so we actually bought them um, bent go fresh boxes. And so uh, we'll link that in our show notes as well. And it basically has four compartments Uh, in one big lunch box and their requirement for the lunch basically when we ask them to make it is to fill up these four sections and so we have whatever is in the fridge I mean we have you'll see the list it's quite huge we obviously won't stock everything in our fridge so if they're like oh I want carrots like well we don't have carrots so choose something else and then they can go down the list like that. And so another suggestion for packing lunches would be to practice it the week before. So get out your lunch boxes and then they can choose what to put in and then actually have that lunch during your you know, time at home.
0: Yeah, maybe do that on like a Saturday morning or a Saturday afternoon, not after dinner when everyone's tired and kind of ready to go to bed and cranky.
1: Yeah, that's a good point.
0: Mm -hmm. Well, the next thing, uh, you know, I guess another hack, back to school hack would be getting the kids to wake up to an alarm clock.
1: So we have never done that before. They uh, usually, like, we would go into the room and they would, we would wake them up and they'd be like, oh, mom, whatnot. So, but they have a clock in their, in the room. So we're going to try that and we'll let you know how it goes.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I know if your kids are a little bit younger, there are alarm clocks that, because if, if, if your kids don't know how to tell time yet, Mm -hmm. there are other alarm clocks where you can actually, they'll turn, you know, it'll be a color. So that's another thing to think about.
1: Right. And I know other friends too, they don't believe in alarm clocks or whatnot. And so another fun thing to do was I know one of our friends, um, their daughter requests a song to wake up to every day. And so before um, the dad enters the room to wake up the child, he'll start the song on his iPhone. Oh, that's funny. And then blast it really loud. And then they'll do like a little dance thing and, you know, as they're getting up. And then by the time the song is done, she needs to be out of bed. Mm. So that's a fun way to get up to.
0: I think that's only fun for people who would want to wake up that way.
1: <laughs> right. I
0: mean... I think that would annoy me. More Probably. Than yeah, yeah. cuz you
1: do have an alarm clock that plays a song sometimes, right? And then you like hit it off. You're like, "I don't want to hear you." Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, when
0: I was a teenager, I would actually wake up to the classical music station. Now, I played violin growing right? up and and I really enjoyed that for a while because when I wake up, I'd just be hearing this, you know, symphony orchestra or mm-hmm. some sort of song. And it was just so, I love classical like music. It was so majestic. Or, right. And I was like, wow, this is like the best way to wake up because I'm so inspired by this classical music. Well, a couple of weeks later, I would wake up and then I'd just fall back asleep because it was so... <laughs>
1: Melodic, <laughs> yeah, right? It just really like was. rocking yourself back to sleep. Yeah, yeah Or I'd be like, no oh, no I just
0: want to wait. I'll, I'll, I'll just keep my... I'll, I'll just open up my eyes when, when, this, when, when this refrain is finished right. or when the song is finished like and an I just later. go back to it. Yeah. <laughs> so
1: did you go to heavy metal next or what no, did you do?
0: No, no, I just went back to the beep,
1: beep, beep, oh, beep yes. thing. <laughs> mm-hmm. Exactly.
0: <laughs> the wait is over. Find out what happens in the thrilling conclusion of the 12th Dead Sea Squirrels book, Babylon Breakout. Available wherever books are sold.
1: Okay. Well, our next hack would, we would suggest to get your kids to lay out clothes for the next day. So the night before, you know, when they're getting on their PJs and stuff, we ask our kids to pick their clothes and they always inevitably ask, mom, what's the weather? So I'm checking my weather app and then we're dressing accordingly. Um, I don't know about you, Daniel, but I know as a kid for me, I would struggle even sometimes as an adult. I struggle and I look and I'm like, I don't feel like I have anything that I want to wear. And so I'm, you know, like five minutes before I'm trying to get out the door, I'm trying on like 15 different outfits, throwing all the clothes in my closet on the ground and like rushing out. And then when I come back home, I'm like, man, what happened? There's like a tornado (laughs) happened in here. Like there's so many hangers like everywhere and clothes and all of that. I know that can be stressful for me. Um, So we're trying to save our kids from all of that.
0: So to be honest, and and I forget where I read this. I I thought I read it in a book Mm -hmm. about that phrase there. You know, I don't have any clothes to wear. Yes. You know, I feel like I don't don't have have anything to wear. Yeah, 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 yeah. So... As a guy, I don't really ever say that. I don't really ever think that.
1: Is it more about comfort? Like if this is, this does not feel comfortable, I'm changing?
0: Yeah. I mean, I, I, I look in my closet. I'm like, well, I, I, it'd be nice to have some new things. But right. But I have. I would never say I don't have anything to wear. Right. So what, do you, what does that actually mean? Like for the husbands out there who hear their wife saying that, okay. it's not that. You don't have any clothes to wear. Yes. Right. So, w- what is that? What are you kind of saying the when you say that?
1: decoding for yeah.
0: you. Yeah. Exactly
1: is i don't like the way i look or the way i feel in what i'm wearing Mm. and so i need to find something that i don't know if it's either being comfortable or you know i i just don't like how the color looks on me or the the way that it makes my size appear so on and so forth okay that's what it usually means
0: okay so what would be like what would you want me to say when you say that like should we say just You have lots of clothes. No, don't say that.
1: Don't say that.
0: (laughs) Of course you have stuff to wear.
1: (laughs) We just bought you a dress last week. (laughs) But like, baby, you look good in anything that you Mm, wear.
0: You do look good in anything. Thank you. That's
1: a good one. There you go, husbands. Earn some brownie points tonight.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That's great. And you know what? I mean, I I don't know if we, I, I know we mentioned this in an earlier episode, but if you can even lay out clothes before you go to bed, Completely. That would help a ton in the morning, especially if you like sleeping in. Yes. But if you are someone who needs a little bit more motivation to work out in the morning, mm-hmm. then lay your clothes out, lay your workout clothes Out so that when you wake up, it's the first thing that you see. Mm -hmm. Have your pet, you know, gym gym bag packed with your work clothes in there, or you know, just do every make all the decisions the night before so that in the morning when you're tired and you need Mm -hmm. your coffee and you don't want the last thing that you want to do is go to the gym, you wake up and the decisions already made. You
1: have all your cues for you. Go, go, go. Do it. You can do it. Yeah. Mm -hmm.
0: All right. The next thing on our list would be school supply shopping.
1: I'm guessing at least for the schools that we have been a part of that you have your school supply list and then you just kind of go out and get it. We have found that at least here in Tennessee, the best deals are actually a month before. So when people are not really starting to think about school supply shopping is when you want to go in. Then you have full choice of everything uh, at your fingertips. And even I think like, I don't know if any other state has tax-free weekend, but tax-free weekend is coming up um, the last weekend in July. And I don't know, like I don't know if Target's gonna restock or Staples or whatnot, but we were there just shopping for other stuff and it's like bare bones. Wow. So yeah, it'd be great to save, you know, 10%, but if you can't get half the stuff on your list- It's true. Then what's the point, right?
0: Yeah, and here's another hack. I mean, right now, as long as you're not driving- uh, take your phone out and for you know go to june the middle of june right mm-hmm. june 15 or july 1st or something like that and put a reminder in for yourself to say go school supply shopping mm-hmm. and then next year you don't even have to think about it then okay. you know it's like oh go school but but school's not for a while a while later and then so maybe in the reminder say go school supply shopping Smiley face. Thanks. In between podcast. <laughs> That's right.
1: I and like then, that. I then, like then that and shout then
0: and then the description should say: take a selfie while school supply shopping and send it to us at In Between Show. <laughs> we would love to see that. I mean, that would be <laughs> awesome. Next year, yeah. hey, but then you know you don't need to make the decision That's next right. year. It's done and for you. It would be awesome. There to you see.
1: go. Take that cue and run <laughs> with it. So another aspect of the school supply shopping, and I actually did this last year with a friend because we ended up looking at the and being like man each kid needs like 15 glue sticks I don't know what you're gonna do with all this glue but they needed that and so we ended up making a list and realizing that we could buy in bulk And so we ended up buying, I think, a big bag, like a box of 40 glue sticks or whatnot. And then we um, shared the cost and we've done that with pencils and so on and so forth. And so it worked out really great where that we were able to save even more because we bought bigger quantities and then split it between each friend.
0: Yeah, I'm surprised there's not like some mom... Going about and being like, hey, you know what? I'm going to make a business out of this.
1: Mm There are some schools oh, that have done there? that. Yes, okay. I've seen the like parent organizations or whatnot. They actually do it, I think, more of as a fundraiser for okay. uh, gotcha. the school where they'll have the school supply list and then they'll be like, here is a bag of everything you need for second grade. This will cost you $20, you mm-hmm. know, you have to think about it. And then obviously they're probably making some money off of that and then putting it towards the school.
0: Yeah, so, I remember when I was in elementary school that 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 would actually I think there were some years definitely where my parents would go school supply shopping. But I remember other years where I'd just pick up a bag and it would have, to have everything in it at school.
1: Oh, there you go. So yeah. someone was thinking about it. Mm-hmm. There you go. Well, there is your business tip. If you <laughs> know you're looking for a way to make some extra money, maybe... Go supply shopping for people.
0: Yeah, just make sure that they want you to buy them supplies. Right.
1: Get the like get the agreement
0: before you right. go and buy it.
1: Here's a bag with all this stuff. You owe me eighty dollars. Yeah. They're like, what? I didn't sign up for anything. Yeah,
0: precisely. All right. This is this. I love this next tip, partly because when I'm working late, uh, <laughs> especially because right now I'm kind of in book writing mode. Right. I have a couple months left to get this manuscript in that I can go either to our pantry and get a prepackaged thing or I can go into our freezer It stop full of good stuff. Like actually, (laughs) I remember earlier today, I was like, "Oh, there are Rice Krispies in there that you had made." I really want to. Actually, after this podcast, I really want to go and have a Rice (laughs) Krispie. You're so
1: funny. (laughs) So, what what is this
0: all about, Christina?
1: Okay. Well, along with um, packing snacks, I have figured out a way just to make life so much easier for everybody. And our school calendar, at least, it seems like every nine weeks you have um, a few days off, or you have like a longer break, and so. I do big batch baking every nine weeks. And so I pick five different things that the kids love. So for example, I'll make black bean brownies or um, chocolate zucchini muffins, strawberry muffins, so on and so forth. I'll bake a bunch of that. And then I'll, um, put them in Ziploc baggies and freeze them. And so for snack time, when they're packing their lunches, all they need to do is pick what they want. So I'm like, oh, I want um, a chocolate chip muffin for tomorrow. Well, obviously it's frozen, but take it out and then put it in a container. And by the time um, snack rolls around the next day, it's ready for them.
0: Mm. And it keeps their lunchbox cool too.
1: It does. Yes. (laughs) And so it's really funny though. I try to make it really delicious, but also at the same time packed with like fruits and veggies and protein. And so I remember uh, Victoria or Adeline, I can't remember which one it was, but they came and they're like, mommy, my teacher told me that like, Um, brownies are probably not, and like cookies are probably not the best snack choices. And I was so offended. I was like, listen, I don't know if you should tell your teacher this or not, but I want to say that my brownies and cookies are the healthiest ones that you will ever. Ever eat? I'm like, how many people can say they have beans in their brownies? <laughs> and the kids are like, okay, mom.
0: <laughs> yeah. And I know there's some of you who are listening who are like, beans in your brownies? No, legitimately, Christina, there needs to be, we should put the recipe in our show notes. Completely. Inbetween.org slash episode 28 black bean brownies. It's something about the black bean consistency, it's, it
1: makes it. It
0: does. It yes. does. It doesn't feel like you're eating beans.
1: No, not at all. There's no bean texture to it whenever because it gets grinded down. So yes, trust me. If you're looking for an extra protein hit, it's also gluten-free and dairy-free. Um, It's vegan. So this will be your recipe of choice.
0: Yeah. It sounds gross because you just said gluten-free, dairy-free, vegan, black beans with the word brownie. But actually... And refined as, uh, sugar-free. Yes.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I told you Yeah.
0: And for me as a meat eater, I actually do like them. And sugar eater. Oh yeah. I love (laughs) chocolate. And dairy. (laughs) Everything.
1: It's good. So so. it has your stamp of approval. But Christina,
0: I like how you gave that tip of every nine weeks or picking a day when the kids are out of school. Mm -hmm. Right. Picking it because our kids actually get excited about these days because they're helping you bake. Yes. They're helping you figure things out and be like, oh, and then when I get home from work, they're always like, Oh, guess what we made? Here. And and, <laughs> and when you and the days where you're not doing it during the day and, and it's like, Oh, we're running short and you're doing it during the mm-hmm. evening. Hey, I get to taste it too. So Yeah, fresh out, out of cook, the yeah. oven. <laughs> right. All right. The next one is make a list of breakfast and after school snacks to rotate for the week.
1: So that's what we've done. We've thought about maybe four or five different breakfasts that uh, we can have or we can make the night before. So um, like overnight oatmeal, a friend just sent me a recipe I'm really excited to try. Um, You actually baked oatmeal with a bunch of stuff in it. Oh, wow. Yeah. So we'll have to let you know how that goes. And then um, the kids love energy balls or frittatas or all these different things for breakfast.
0: Yeah, they love energy balls so much so. But they Mm -hmm. actually make their own now in the morning.
1: Completely. Yeah, it's a huge mess because there's like peanut butter and um, oatmeal and like all that stuff all around. But... At least it's healthy and they're having fun and well, responsibility.
0: Yeah, except I don't know how many chocolate chips they end up eating while they're putting oh, it in. Oh, <laughs>
1: that's true. Well, you know, you're only young ones, right? Live it up. <laughs>
0: that's funny, you're only young once. Mm-hmm,
1: true, yeah, because I can't eat a whole bag of chocolate chips and, you know, not pay for it later, so. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> all
0: right, well, as we come to the end of our episode, Christina, why don't you let us know about the last back-to-school hack.
1: So the last hack is to be prepared with um, by going grocery shopping for school and so that you'll have all of your ingredients ready to go. If you're making lunches or you're making breakfast, then you'll go out and get your eggs and your milk and your, you know, lunch meat, cheese, so on and so forth. And so once again, that list that we have would be a great starting point to look and see what you're missing and what you need to stock up on.
0: Yeah, to even print that out or save it on your phone before you go to a grocery store. Mm-hmm. It, it can actually be part of your grocery list. Completely. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: It's uh, a lot of things that you probably have. And there's other things that maybe you're like, oh, that would be really cool to introduce into our um, weekly routine of lunch making.
0: Yeah. So once again, if you're on our email list, you should have already received this in your inbox. If not, you can just send us an email in between podcast at gmail.com and we'll make sure that you get it. If you haven't received it and you're not on our email list, then you you can just go to inbetween.org slash episode 28 and there'll be clear instructions there in our show notes on how to enter. So next week on episode 29, we have a very special guest joining us.
1: Yes, her name is Rachel Cruz and her dad is actually Dave, Dave Ramsey. Ramsey.
0: Yeah, the Dave Ramsey.
1: Yes, <laughs> and so they co-wrote a book called Smart Money, Smart Kids and it's really about how to raise children who make wise decisions with their money and the principle is that you start when they're young and that they're learning how to save spend and give and then be able to grow into teenagers and adults that will be able to handle money wisely
0: so it was fun getting into the nuts and bolts of that real life what that looks like even trying to figure out hey what does it look like to grow up in a house where your dad is Dave Ramsey. Yeah, exactly. No pressure, right? And and it was really cool to hear her story of how her and her sister started a business as teenagers. Mm -hmm. So it's great advice whether you have kids of, uh, you know, wee little ones Mm -hmm. or teenagers or even for yourself, if you're looking for ways to save some money yourself, it's a great episode. So be sure to subscribe if you haven't yet done so and we'll see you next week.